This is Monday Morning Meditations number 148 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. There is no right or wrong when it comes to how you communicate with spirit. Good morning, Rising Man family. Jetty Azuma here, checking in again for another Monday morning meditations with you. Before we get into that, I want to encourage you to jump into our next round of Inferno. It is our 12-week leadership training grounds for men. We're popping off our next season of Inferno in the middle of May, coming up here very soon, and we still have some spots left. So if you're interested in that or anything else we have going on with Rising Man, go to risingman.org and get yourself signed up today. All right, without further ado, today's Monday morning meditation is walking a spiritual path that works for you. So this message today is about creating your own unique relationship with your spirituality. Now, Quick disclaimer, I am not promoting any specific spiritual beliefs. I don't believe that any spiritual faith or belief system is better than any other. And if you're the person out there who's like, I don't want to hear about spirituality, then just give me 10 minutes to give you a different context of spirituality and faith, because this is something that I was very resistant to. I was raised in a Roman Catholic background. My father was a deacon in the Catholic Church. My grandmother was studying to be a nun in the convent before she met my grandfather, and then subsequently spent the next 70 years of her life playing organ at mass on the weekends. And so I was very indoctrinated with a specific belief system growing up. And as a kid, I just couldn't make sense of this practice of going to a place once a week hearing the same things over and over, repeating words and prayers that were somebody else's that didn't have any meaning to me. And no matter how much my grandparents or my Catholicism instructors could try to give me context around what this faith was about, there was very little that actually penetrated and made its way through to my soul. And it led me to believe that this version of spirituality and spirituality in general doesn't really have anything for me until I was given a different window into what spirituality actually is. Because up until that time, spirituality as it was handed to me was doing specific things a certain way in a specific order to honor something that came from a long time ago. And I think a lot of spiritual dogma that tells us that there's a way of doing things that's right is what turns people off in the first place. Because what right does anybody have to tell me what my relationship is like with a higher power? You know, when we're talking about spirit or we're talking about an entity that we can't put our hands on, that we can't see with our eyes, that we can't sense with our basic five senses, it's really difficult to try and put that into words. It's difficult to try and put that into a song. It's really difficult to try and capture that in a story. And yet there's something that we all feel. So when I was in college and I started to spend time with people in my community who were meditating, who were thinking about a relationship with something in the abstract realm, in the world that can't be seen, can't be heard, can't be listened, is just that is felt, something that we know exists. I started to open myself up again to spirituality. I started to have a different definition of what spirituality was. For me, it was a relationship with something bigger than myself that I can't see that I can't taste, that I can't touch, that I can't hear, that I can't put my hands on directly, that I can't smell, but something that I know is there. 
And over the next few years, I started to explore spirituality. I started to study different faiths. I got really interested in Buddhism. I got really interested in Native American beliefs, more of a pagan belief system that's connected to the earth and the lunar cycles and the solar cycles, stuff that actually made sense to me. Because by the time I was in my early to mid 20s, I had enough time outdoors in nature to say to myself, this is what feels like spirit to me. This is what spirituality feels like. Honoring the elements, the basic elements of life, fire, earth, air, water, these things that are the basic components that allow all life to exist. That to me felt powerful. It felt like something way bigger than me. And the more I thought about it, the more questions I had, the less answers that I had. And to me, that was my indication that there's something here for me. And having a reverence for these things gave me more value and fulfillment in my life. To make my own life less important than the enormity and the continuity of life on this planet was such a relief. And to me, that was part of my spiritual path. And I believe if you look within the messages and lessons of so many different faiths, the encouragement, the calling is to make one life less significant than all life. Because when we make all life valuable, when all life is important, when every single being in every single form has the right to live and to exist on this planet then there's a simplicity and a gratitude and a humility that emerges from that place. And that was something that really spoke to me. Now, if you had offered that to me as a child, I feel like that would be something I could connect with a little bit more. And the invitations I was getting in these different spiritual communities was, what does prayer look like for you? In fact, you have some time to pray right now. Why don't you just start speaking from your heart out loud? And I would look to my teacher, my instructor, my friend and say, hey, what am I supposed to say? And they'll say, well, I don't know. Why don't you start with something you're grateful for? Because there's no specific pattern to prayer. (laughs) My definition of prayer nowadays, the way I pray is I say the things that are in my heart. I thank the people and the things that I want to thank. And I ask for the things that I want to call into my life. It's that simple. I don't need to rehearse it a specific way. I don't need to reference and acknowledge certain people in a specific order. I do what feels good to me. And in my opinion, this is what it looks like to create your own unique spiritual path, a connection to something bigger than yourself. And although I don't think it needs to look any particular way, I think every single one of us has to cultivate some sort of connection to an entity bigger than ourselves, because that's what allows us to make me my ego, my own preservation of my singular life, less important than the continuity of all life. And if I'm able to do that, then it also makes me willing to put myself or put other people and the benefit of a whole generation before the benefit of myself in the single moment, in this now moment. And I also get to be included in all of that. And when I was in my twenties, it was also really difficult for me because I recognized I needed to trust that the experiences I was having, the voices that I was hearing, the things that I was having come through me as far as insights were valid simply because they were coming from within me. And there's times in my life where I associated this with a spiritual insight. 
There were moments where I was hiking to the top of a mountain or just lying next to the river or just sitting by the window and looking out and have something plop into my awareness that felt like a gift, like a message from a higher power. I had to cultivate that trust that, yes, this is valid and no, I don't need anybody else to tell me that that was a spiritual insight, that that was spirit talking to me. And this is the key here. And this is what I want everybody out there to leave. If you leave with nothing else from this video, I want you to leave with this. Your relationship with a higher power, with spirit, with creator, with earth, with whatever it is that you hold in high reverence is yours. And only you can validate that. There's nobody who can validate or invalidate your experience of spirit. There's no spiritual police on this planet. There's plenty of people who pretend to be. There's plenty of people who will try to tell you that your spiritual experience is valid or invalid. I've even caught myself doing that with other people who I question the merit of their experience. And then I ask myself, who am I? Who am I to do that? Who are we to judge and make determinations of the validity of somebody's spiritual experience? That's exactly the thinking and the behavior that has gotten millions of people killed displaced, abused over generations, discrepancies in belief systems. When, in my opinion, none of us actually have the right to tell somebody what type of relationship they need to have with a higher power. So my encouragement to you is to start tuning into that inner voice, that voice that lives within you, that whispers in your ear, that doesn't quite sound like your voice. It sounds like something else. Trust it. Trust it and listen to it. Give it a name if you have to or don't. Start to speak to it. Start to speak to trees. Start to speak to whatever it is that allows you to have a relationship with life that is not just about what happens in here, in this body, in this suit. And build that relationship, trust it, and stop looking for somebody else to validate your experience because nobody can. People will try, but nobody can validate that experience for you. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours to have. It's yours to cultivate. It's your seed to pour water on and to invest into. So keep walking that spiritual path. Keep developing that relationship with whatever it is you feel called to in a way that feels good to you. Much love. Peace out. For all things Rising Man, make sure you go to risingman.org, get yourself signed up for the next season of Inferno or any of our other opportunities for you to become closer involved in the Rising Man community. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening to the podcast and to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to us. We love getting those messages from you guys. Big shout to the power team. I love you guys. Appreciate everything you're doing, especially this week, helping me while I bounce back from getting sacked with COVID. Rowan, Julian, Mark, Ryan, Sean, and Kyle, thank you guys for always stepping up and helping me out. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.